0: Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron.
1: Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen.
0: Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in
1: heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and to forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into
0: temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen.
1: You're listening to Cajun Catholics. I'm your host, Todd Citron. Today our guest is Mr. Justin Guidry. Welcome, Justin. Thank you for having me. Okay, Justin's a fine young man uh, that um, just made his Cursia. What was your Cursia number? 463. That first trivia question, 463, sat at? St. James' Table. Nice, nice. And you worship at? St. Pius and at Wisdom on UL Campus. All right. I thought it would be cool to get uh, Justin uh, on the show right after his crucio. Um, it's a very profound time in your life. I know for me it was uh, now 15 years ago. And uh, his father, uh, Keith Gidrew, who you, you guys might know uh, very well in town, it's Grilling with the Guru. And um, he has a great show on YouTube. You can Google that. And, um, and Keith is a really good Cajun Catholic and a very close friend, and he's in our spiritual group. And our prayer has always been for Justin to make Corsia. and it's a very special uh, moment for a son and for a, a father to, to do that together, you know, for him to sponsor. And, um, and of course, Mr. Calvin James sponsored Justin as well. But, uh, Justin, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm uh, 21 years old. I uh, work for my dad down at
0: Percy Guidry's. Um, I'm doing the National Guard. I've been in for about two and a half years. Okay. Prepping for deployment next year. Um, nothing really much else. I like to have fun with my dog, sit at home, eat good food that my dad usually cooks, go crashes, go with the guru show.
1: <laughs> That's good Cajun Catholics. You know, you got to mix your food with your prayer. That's always uh, kind of one and the same, so... Uh, So, uh, Justin, tell us about your spiritual life. I know that I've had the great privilege to be on a mission trip with Justin and and my daughter uh, in Puerto Rico with St. Thomas More Campus Ministry. And uh, I think that I know that that's had a profound effect on your life. Tell us a little bit about your formation at St. Thomas More.
0: Well, when my sister went to STM, she went there and graduated in 2012. So I was about in, I believe, fourth or fifth grade when she went to STM and I just saw how she grew in her faith while she was there and that just motivated me to go there and try and do everything she did so when I got to STM I immediately joined campus ministry I went on both quest and crossroads retreats I helped out with uh going to the middle schools and talking to the little talking to the kids about going to STM in their high school years and then senior year making a big dream of mine, watching Reagan. I joined the SALT team, where that's what I really submitted in my faith um, at the time. And I just really found out what it meant to really like, love God and love other people th- through that. And then once I got to college, it kind of I didn't have that structure anymore, so I kind of fell off, and then joined the National Guard. And doing that really motivated me to like, hey, I only have one life. I could die tomorrow. I'm going to try and live my best life through doing my own thing and through God. And while I was there, at basic training, I was uh, one of the readers. that would have mass on Sundays where all the soldiers would go. Oh, so I was a reader and ended up being a Eucharistic minister there.
1: Catholic mass? or Catholic God. mass. Okay, all yeah. right.
0: And, um, now, where was that? That was at Fort Jackson in uh, South Carolina. Okay. And uh, doing that was, like, really the farthest I've ever branched out in my faith because I didn't know any of those people because I was Mm -hmm. one of the only ones from my battalion that went to mass. And so going there, there's, like, a lot of unfamiliar faces, a big gym on base. So from after basic... I don't know what happened. It was just I got really overwhelmed trying to go back to school and focusing on my future where I just kind of left God in the past. And then my dad told me, you got to make a see, You got to make a It, And I saw how it changed him after he was going through his cancer treatments and everything. So I just wanted to see what all the fuss is about. I was praying about it. And I went to, um, I think it was Crossroads this past year. And there's something just, I think God spoke to me and was like, hey, go do it and you' are run out of time. time.
1: Timing is everything oh, and you yeah. know Christy is a once- in- a lifetime experience and God calls you and uh, you you know you heed that call. So I want to hear a little bit more about South Carolina. I'm interested because Cajun Catholics you know uh, the inspiration was how w- our reach is so broad with with the uh, South Louisiana uh, Cajuns and and how we spread our faith. How will you, how will you, how were you received in South Carolina being a Cajun Catholic maybe being the only one? You know, what they think of you? Well, they couldn't get my name
0: right, so that was one of the best things. I was I was getting Guidry, Guidry, goodery. It was, I didn't think they would, uh, I don't think they ever got my name right. Um, Guidry's not too difficult. No, it's really not, cause, <laughs> and there was a lot of other out there names in mine. I can't remember any off the top of my head. But, um, yeah, there's like, I guess I have an accent out there. I don't catch it myself, and no one else really catches it. But apparently, I talk Southern to them because there was people from all up north, like New York, and all that. And they have, they have some accents because at, at breakfast they were just like all talk like. I don't. I can't do. I'm not gonna try and do a New York accent because <laughs> I know I'll sound ridiculous.
1: Go get some cannolis. There's a good coffee. Some coffee. <laughs> some coffee. <laughs> Uh, so, um, I, and Justin's father, uh, has a thick accent. He doesn't have it all the time, but when he wants to, he can, huh? He can do a lot of accents. <laughs> so, uh, that's funny. So, uh, so, you know, were they impressed by your faith? Did they, did they lean on you or more so? Did you f- meet some people out there that had a strong faith?
0: Over time there was, um, when I got there and started going to mass there, it was on Sundays, obviously. And, um. I was like it was me and like one other person from a uh, company that went and through the ten weeks that I was there it was like start like one or two every week would just start coming with us. And they would all go sit in the stadiums. I to just sit on the at the bottom by the microphone and all that. But um they would all ask me questions like what is the bike what does this mean in the Bible? They asked me about the gospels, about the homilies, like what uh they would try to make the connection, which is really cool. And going through STM, I learned a lot about the Bible, a lot about scripture, a lot about the mass. But even going to STM, I didn't learn nearly as much as in those four days
1: at Kersia. Mm -hmm. And that really blew my mind while I was there. I even said that at the end. I know, you know, the end is called the closure and, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's People want to know what is Chrizia, you know. You really have to do it yourself to really understand. And, but I think I want Justin here today to give us an overview for those of you who are who may be considering that call. But you know, basically, it's a uh, it's a it's it's a lesson in Catholicism. And I went to uh, Catholic school my whole life, and like the same thing for me. You know, I learned more in those those days about our faith, and it's so beautiful. Um, so. Uh, I was going to ask you to come in and, ask, and read your, your favorite Bible verse today. And uh, and so what is it?
0: This is from uh, Psalms 144.1. It's, uh, praise the Lord, my protector. He trains me for battle and prepares me for war.
1: Nice. Nice. That fits right in with Curcia, with, uh, No question about it. So so what was your experience? At Garcia, it really
0: resembled um, from STM, the Kairos retreat. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had a little bit of familiarity there. But other than that, it was um, very informative, a lot. All, it's a lot at once. It's a lot of information packed into four days. So at times it can be a little overwhelming, but it's all in good timing and good works with God. Because you're learning all about him. You're learning like what makes me a good Catholic, what makes me a bad Catholic, things I need to change in my own life. So it's very eye-opening to see. All the things is like, oh, it's not a big deal. That's not a big thing. I'll go to confession later. It's like, no, I mean, if something were happen right now, I could be going one of two ways, and that way is not the way I want to
1: Up go. Up or down. Yeah. You're listening to Cajun Catholic Radio Show. I'm your uh, host, Todd Citron, and we, we're featuring outstanding Catholics from all over Acadiana. I have a, a definite passion for the youth of Acadiana and the good Cajun Catholics because they're our future, and Justin is certainly uh, the best representative of, of what's the best in all of us. He's such a great kid. known him him and his family for a long time, and it, it warms my heart to see how the Holy Spirit has touched him through Corsia. And uh, so, you know, again... Tell me a little bit more. Uh, you know, what is it about your faith that maybe you learned that you didn't know on coming out?
0: Well, going to STM, it's like a Father Ted will say. I'm sure he would say this to anyone. Um, this generation up and coming is a lot of a, uh, babying, a lot of tata and shasha mm-hmm. and all that, just like not really giving them the meat of like what they need to know. And so, going to Chrissia and hearing him talk, it's a lot is like from what I said earlier it's um the little things that you don't notice that you do that people will say oh no it's okay you'll be fine just say you're sorry say a prayer and you'll be fine like that's what I always believe like I'll do like a few little things and just like oh sorry God and it'll all blow over But mm-hmm. was like God keeps like he keeps tabs on that and you have to be able and responsible enough to go to confession and, make the conscious decision, I'm not going to do this anymore because it's either I'll go to heaven or I'll go to eternal hellfire. This is one or the other. So that was really, just like, okay, I've been doing this for 21 years, never knew this at all. Um, mm-hmm. My whole
1: life is a lie. Um, so. Well, I know for me, when I came out of Chrysia, uh that Monday morning back at work, you know, they call it the, I think the fourth day. Fourth day, yes. And, um, and it's when you kind of leave the monastic world that you're living in, in Kersia, in this beautiful place where you're surrounded by peace and love and and, and the the comfort of the Holy Spirit, and then you go back into the real world that we all live in. And um, for me, you know, I could see the devil very clearly. I remember that Monday morning just very clearly being able to see the devil everywhere, and I saw God everywhere also. But, but it was a point in my life where my discernment was at, at, a, at a great level, which is a big reason why I wanted you to be here today and, and share, share your experience because I think you're in a place that, you for me, I, fought, I fight every day to go back to that place where, where you're in a state of sanctifying grace uh, where God has got you in this place in your life. And, you, and for you to do it at such a young age is so awesome. But um, devil's real, isn't he?
0: oh absolutely real yeah
1: yeah and 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 your discernment of of God that was it similar like that I mean uh, I, I mean I know you you already are a great Cajun Catholic but um but how had that changed after Christia
0: well it's just like a call to something greater um, I've lived going through the motions for most of my life and I've tried to overcome that just doing what I need to do to go to heaven And going to Christina is like, I'm worth so much more in not only the the world's eyes, but in God's eyes where I can amount to so much greater than myself, whether it's helping others, going on the mission trips or helping out retreats or helping out my own community. It's just a call to do something more in my own life to ultimately do
1: his work. I want to ask you about um, social media. You know, we were talking earlier, and uh, Justin has a girlfriend, and uh, you know, met her on, online, and uh, and um, and and I was watching his dad's some I mean, of his videos. One of his best friends and co-host on his show, he met on Facebook, and I'm not really into that social media so much. But how how do you handle that as a youth and and as a strong Catholic? How do, how do you keep that all in its own place?
0: Well, it's just uh, a control thing. Like once I got back from Casia, and even a little bit before, I realized like what I was looking at when I was scrolling down on social media, and on Instagram alone, I maybe unfollowed like close to four or five hundred people. They were just wow. posting like really bad things. I just was tired of seeing. Like, and even while I was following, I would just scroll past like, meh, next picture. But it just—it's better just like to get all that just negativity and hate out of it's like not out of my vision because if i see it like i'll think about it and all that it's just basically just it's you like know, the bible says like if uh your hand calls you to send cut it off kind of thing
1: right yeah you know us adults and um people who didn't grow up in that social media world you know i don't realize how hard it is on on kids today to grow up in this world and still be strong in your faith and just to, just to get through, honestly, I mean, we didn't have to deal with those things and have a lot of respect for the youth that, that can manage that and, and manage it well and still make good out of it. Look at look at all the good that, like I was saying earlier, you, you met the love of your life right now, and, um, you know, we make lifetime friends, other good Cajun Catholics online. It can be used for the greater good, but, but the devil's always real present there too, I feel like, you know.
0: And also... Um I've noticed this. I don't mean to go political, but like on Facebook it's just like you'll see one second a cute video of a bunch of dogs playing in the snow and then the next is just laws and the poli- it's like political mm-hmm. I don't want to use the wrong word. Um propaganda. Propaganda. That that's the word. Yes. And I'll just, I've come close, so close to deleting my Facebook so many times. I'm just tired of seeing all the people argue and it's just so easy to get into an argument over on a screen Mm -hmm. versus a verbal confrontation or discussion. Sure. Um, It's just hard to maintain that balance of, do I want to get involved? Do I not want to get involved? Do I want to offend some people? Do I want to hold my opinion and my faith and get backlash for it? Right. It's just a very fine
1: line. Um, one of the things at the forefront of the state of Louisiana right now, and really in the country, it's a big, it's a big hot topic. We're talking about political issues, but is is abortion, and you know the, the state legislature's halfway through passing the heartbeat bill in Louisiana, where it would be illegal to have an abortion. You know, once it, once there's a heartbeat, you know, what's your take on 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 that? Uh, how do you feel about that?
0: Well, people have thrown Mary many many uh, scenarios out there like what if I was um raped against my own will or what if like a condom broke it's just it's all circumstantial um I'm very for like completely pro-life just like if something happens and you become pregnant um just carry it through if something happens it happens if it doesn't it's all in God's time like maybe it was his will I mean going back to the Bible from like the very beginning of the new testament um mary was um approached by god and saying you will bear the son of like the son of like my son and she's like okay let's do it (laughs) (laughs) Um, so it's just very painful to see all these young people and even older people um make a bad decision maybe on a drunk night or on a night where they weren't completely coherent and Wake up, a few weeks later, and they have a human being inside of them growing, and can potentially be the next leader of the world. We just won't. You never know Mm -hmm. what um, could happen in the future, and all these abortion laws that are coming out, that want like to have the pro-choice movement. It's just they're trying to play God. Uh, That's my opinion. That Mm -hmm. they want to. This is my body. I do what I want with it. But ultimately, it's um once you have someone growing inside of you that's their body and you have your body the only thing that you're connected to them is a cord so that they can eat Mm -hmm. and uh, gain sustenance and strength and energy to stay alive so I don't I'm yeah. a very strong well, topic on that. I don't want to get into that. I'll take out this entire. No, tournament. it's okay.
1: I mean, it's such a controversial subject. But, yeah, um,
0: it's very hard. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, Justin, you're tell me where you're headed. I know you. Uh, you're in the military. What? Wh- where? Where did you tell me you were going to be headed out? Or do you know? Um, it's a lot of
0: things up in the air right now. It's a non-combat. i don't believe I'm supposed to say it over.
1: Oh, okay. all uh, right. Radio. Out of I, think, I think
0: I can tell like close people that I know. Okay. Um just because of, uh, operator security. I'm not sure. 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 Sure.
1: But he, I think he's had it overseas somewhere. Uh, Definitely overseas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good, good. And, uh, so tell me your spiritual routine, you know, what is it that you do on a daily basis that, that keeps you in tune?
0: Well, um, from leaving Chrisia, I was told, just like on the drive to work, say a rosary. And that's been really, I just opened up YouTube mm-hmm. and you just look rosary for Monday. And it'll pull it up it'll have the divine mysteries of the day um and then before meals uh bless the food um i started this new thing that i learned at a crossroads it was one of the girls i was giving a talk she said that when she gets in the car she says our father hail mary and a glory be so i've been trying to do that too um before i go to bed um thank god for the day and uh thank god that he kept me alive
1: chose to give me another day on this earth um you're a very wise man you know some people live our whole lives not to figure out you know what what it is we should do but it's those spiritual exercises that keep us in that state of sanctifying grace you know that's beautiful um so bible trivia time i always like to to quiz the youth of acadiana you know not that i know anything but i i get the answer before i ask it so i look like i'm smart but uh, a question today would be, um, there was a certain particular kind of wood that was, the Jesus's crown of thorns was this wood. Uh, the um, Ark of the Covenant was made out of this wood. And the burning bush that Moses uh, saw where, where God was on the mountain was also made out of this same wood. What, what type of wood was it? Ha, stumped oh, another one.
0: Um. You're confusing me because you said the bush,
1: and it's made uh, out of this wood. Yeah, yeah,
0: and then the ark of the covenant. But I'm, I'm seeing like I'm seeing a tree for the covenant. I'm seeing a like a thorn bush. There
1: you go. All made uh, from the same tree uh, with this same wood. Hmm. Give me anything, just go for it. I was like, I don't know why I'm thinking of this, but like cedar. Oh, uh. that's a good guess. That's a good guess. It's the answer is acacia. Acacia, acacia wood, because it doesn't rot. It lasts forever. It's it's very pure, and um, and perfect. And that and that's why the Ark of the Covenant was housed in there. And correct me if I'm wrong. No one has ever
0: seen <laughs> the Ark of the Covenant, right? <laughs>
1: No. However, though, if you go where the, in Notre Dame in and, and London, I believe it is, it's in Paris, I'm sorry. And uh, they have a piece of the um, crown of thorns. They actually have the original piece. Really? Of, yes, they do. Oh. I learned that when uh, all that happened with the fire over there. But, uh,
0: yeah, in case you would. And when you went to Jerusalem, didn't you see uh, in there a museum with all the... Uh, the robes and all that or well kind of
1: kept away somewhere the Holy Land trip is something everyone should do in their lives it's so so wonderful but uh, no there you know Jerusalem is like New York City you know on steroids it's it's scary place and very busy and all that but uh, Galilee was my favorite it was beautiful you mentioned Jerusalem what does Jerusalem I'm sorry Bethlehem what does Bethlehem mean what does the word Bethlehem mean?
0: where Jesus was born? Is that what it means, or no, no, oh. no,
1: no? Sorry, I'm just referencing. That's that's that place, which we went to.
0: It's on like the back of my tongue. And I just want to. Oh,
1: <laughs> it's. House, I feel like I've learned, I feel like learned this in House of, House of Bread, House of Bread, House of Bread. So much Bethlehem like the bread. Arctic, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. That's cool. You're listening to the Cajun Catholic Radio Show. Today's guest is Justin Gidry. Justin's uh, in the Army National Guard, National Guard, and uh, and he works for his dad at Percy Gidry. Percy Gidry was your great great grandfather. Am I saying that right? Great grandfather. Great grandfather. Okay. And everybody knows Percy Gidry Ironworks downtown Lafayette, and uh, his father runs the uh, the. Hearth and patio.
0: Yeah, we uh, he runs the store off of Johnson
1: Street. Okay, and Justin works there, so if anybody needs some patio furniture, that he's your guy. Go check it out right now, right now. He'll make you a great deal. So we just have a few minutes left on the show, Justin. Um, you know, what is it uh, that you would tell uh, our listeners out there in Acadiana um, if they're considering diving into their faith or, 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 or cons- maybe considering making a crusia? You know, um, what would you say to them? I mean give it a shot I mean what's I mean the worst that could happen
0: is you
1: what is the worst thing that could happen
0: yeah like you'll you lose a weekend I mean <laughs> you don't get to go on that beautiful date to agave with the girlfriend that you met a week ago I mean, <laughs> um, but no, I've always said this for many things but um you miss a you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take you don't know unless you try and you can go and you could agree with. Half of it, you agree with none of it, you agree with all of it. I agree with most of the things. Um, there were some things I was kind of iffy about, but giving it time to kind of let it marinate. And Let's hear
1: that. Let's get it out there. What, yeah. what, what, what were some of those controversial topics for you? There's a lot of things that
0: Father Ted said um, at the beginning with his very...
1: He's a little strong.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was just things about, like, relationships and uh, okay. keeping a like have discerned good people and bad people because there's people that i was i've been friends with for years since i was like a freshman or sophomore in high school and um it was like if like like what i said earlier if your hand calls you just then cut it off so it was very hard to make the decisions like i've been with this per i've I've known this person so long i've been through so much with this person but they're not healthy for me so i have to end up like cutting it off
1: Pray for them, right? Yeah. You know, keep a little distance, but I think it's your, it's your job and our job to bring that person back to their faith yeah. and, and be, be, a, be, be there for them, you mm-hmm. know? You never burn a bridge. Um, tell them the uh, three pillars without giving away all the secrets of Christia. What You remember the three pillars of Kersia that you were taught out there? Three pillars. Action, piety, and study.
0: Yeah, that okay. ring a bell? <laughs> that might have been one of the days
1: where I was a little bit <laughs> sleep deprived. Um, I would look at my notes, uh, but I don't have them with me. <laughs> okay, I understand. Yeah, so you know, action, piety, and study—that's the three pillars, and and um, if one falls, they all fall. And you know, we're called to to do things uh, with, with with what we've learned, or with our faith helping others. Uh, piety is that everyday spiritual exercise of prayer and uh, rosary, and you know. Um, Anything that we can do in the realm of, of the spiritual world, and then um, uh, study is—it's our—it's our duty to, to learn the word of God, to, to read as much as you can, to consume what you can, and, and, and teach that to others. You know, read read the Bible, and uh, and in the middle of that triangle is sanctifying grace. You know, if you if you're in a state of sanctifying grace, then you're you're good. If you die, you're you're going to heaven. You know, that's it it's truly so one of the happiest states you can ever be in. Absolutely. It's one of the most pure, just you feel so good about it. For me, you know, it's the um, mystery of the Eucharist, which is the new mysteries of light. And it's the fifth one. It's, it's, and always, when I say that, I say through him, with him and in him. And I think of myself as you always say, there's the mystery is the Eucharist. The grace of that is sanctifying grace. You know, uh, when I'm fasting and I, and I have the Eucharist in my mouth, it's, that's, that's happiness to me, that's peace because it's, it's like it's the only thing in your body is Christ.
0: My dad told me a funny story not too long ago where um, he made the analogy of uh, being a kid and when you get a sunburn, you like peel the skin and he told me this, which I thought was weird like he would eat it and he told me like when he went to Chrysia, he made the connection of like he would go get the communion get the body of Christ and put it in his mouth it's, like let it sit there, let it soak up and when he would start chewing, it, it would taste like that flesh when he was a kid. So he told me that. I was like, okay,
1: weird. <laughs> but I get it. That's really cool. So I'm in Mass Sunday, and y'all told me that story. And that experience happened to me at St. Pius Sunday, and it was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought about y'all. I want to uh, thank Justin for being on the show, um, Cajun Catholics. We're featuring outstanding Catholics from all over Acadiana. Thank you, Justin. I wish you the best. God bless you. Buddy. Thank you for having me. Okay. We'll see you next time.